is going on guys welcome back to a very special episode the first episode of the year i believe this is ooh, Cam, what is this 22 i think this mm, is 22 I think it is 22. Yeah, 22. Ooh, uh, I can't think of that's a 22. Always, that's, always, that's always Taylor Swift to me, dude. 2-2. Okay. Here we'll go with that one. Shout out. There's only, there's only one song. number 22. There's Who only one number song. 22. He, he, that is Emmett Smith. Ooh, the yeah, king himself. <laughs> go. Um, yeah, so if you guys haven't noticed, we got a special guest on. This is a... A brothers podcast. We brought RJ in. Me, Cam, and RJ gonna gonna take it through some some old times, go down memory lane. Um, but I wanted to get this one on there for the first podcast of the year, and then uh, you know we'll see where we go from here. So, boys, how we feeling? What's what's on everybody's mind? Well, you know, with <clears throat> with getting home to spend some time over Christmas with you guys, I was really hoping to to. to get on here and share some information and share some light into you and where where we've been and and all that we've come through you know through the years and everything yeah we need we need some some advice from the old head that's why we brought you on here yeah old head man i feel it (laughs) he's wise wise for his wise (laughs) i don't really have like a much of a direction i want to go with this so I mean, I guess we can just kind of, kind of start at the beginning of things, like, kind of, what was it like growing up with brothers? I mean, I'll start and say, like, it was pretty cool. We always had, you know, friends. I feel like, you know, if my friends were doing something, Cam had friends, we'd go do something with, you know, RJ's friends were always over the house. Like, we always were together with people. Yeah, it was no, there was no boredom, really. It was always, there was always something to do. And I mean, even if it was just us three, like... We were always doing something, tack- tackling each other in the yard, in the living room. Dunking I think we on somebody came up with more there. games. We came up with more games, you know, through the years. We were so creative trying to find, like, some way to get some competitive juices going, you know, just from playing tackle football in, you know, the computer room, you know, getting yelled at and everything. Um, it was you know, always, there was always like something was... going on. I feel like it was always, you know, like, like it was always football, basketball, or baseball, really, along those lines. But then we would have mm-hmm. like our own set of rules added into it. So it wasn't like we invented a new game, but we just like, yeah. adapted it. Yeah, we definitely adapted it because we really wanted to play inside. You know, yeah. that was yeah. what I don't know why that was always so enticing to me. No matter how many things we broke, it was <laughs> coming back to playing inside was, you know, more fun. I don't know why. It was like know. it was. It's like like living on the edge, you know. Like, what can you get away with? Yeah, living like on the edge. Ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you yeah, say that you know, it, you always say that there was never any bored times. But man, I remember in the summer when it was, you know, me, Cam, and Jake. You know, we would go to mom every day. Mom, we're bored. You know, what are we gonna do? What are we doing? You know, today? What are we doing today? And I think that that's where all that comes from. That creative. You know, how can we change basketball to make it different today than it was yesterday? Right. I just remember tweaking everything like that. You know, like who plays two on one baseball? You know, how do we make that work? <laughs> ghost runners, man. <laughs> ghost runner. Yeah, we still don't know the rules of ghost runners. Every day was something different. It was. Ghost dude. 
Uh, yeah, you were talking about the <laughs> in the computer room. We would just play like football on our knees. <laughs> just... Yeah, dude, it's it's funny. It, it's funny we called it Jacob. You remember? Yeah, because <laughs> it was like yeah, not Jake. Jake no, Jacob, because he was a different animal in that game, dude. We had to name after that guy. <laughs> Jake was so good. Oh man, you yeah. can tackle him. <laughs> what about um, like? So RJ, tell the tell the people when you started playing ball, and we'll kind of just kind of go from there. Oh man, because um, you started it. You're, you're kind of the matriarch here. Yeah, I guess technically I started it. Uh, basketball for me, I remember playing pee wee basketball right when we first moved back to West Virginia. So we originally I lived in Berkeley Springs. Cam was born. Uh, we moved to Ohio for a couple years. You come along. Um, you guys were too young to really play anything out there, but I remember playing t-ball. Baseball was actually first for me, but that was, you know, because kids could start that a little younger. Uh, we moved back to West Virginia, and I met one of my best friends, Caleb, playing, you know, peewee basketball on the rims, you know, that before they had the rims that could move up and down, really, you had those mini, those mini uh peewee hoops that would hook onto the 10 foot rims oh yeah yeah you know and that was really where i started playing you know a couple games every sunday um you know i think my first coach really there was george nunn you remember <laughs> the the, george nunn he was the man uh he was my first coach and you know since then it was like i wanted to go back and play every sunday with caleb there i thought that was so cool um, a lot more fast paced than you know T ball was from back in Ohio. Oh yeah. Um, and it was just something that you know every year it was it came back to that um, that, you know that I was amping up ready to ready to play hoops again. Yeah, dude. I just remember uh, my bad, Jake, but I remember on those uh, you're talking about those attachment hoops. Yeah. I just remember a swish was different on those things, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause the whole the whole thing would sway. You swish yep. it so hard the whole basket would move. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. We're, rumor has it that uh you know the Rexner in Martinsburg still has one that's broken, you know, from where I first realized that I could jump up there and touch it. It got oh, my yeah. finger caught yeah. at halftime of Jake's game. <laughs> You bricked it too hard. You bricked the shot too hard. That's what it was. No, really no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was I was a hot shot. Go out, you know, get at every one of your guys' games, there was never a game that I went to until you guys, you know, got into high school and stuff that uh I, I didn't try and get pick up a basketball and get out there and play like some sort of hoops at, at halftime. Yeah. I was always trying to work my way out there. And that one, that one game, you you guys were still you were still playing on those midget hoops, Jake. And I ran out there at halftime and, and thought, you know, I can finally touch that rim. So I jump up there to get it. Got my finger caught. It goes, it snaps and like goes swinging across. It's just free flowing. <laughs> and, uh, all of a sudden, yeah, our game gets like postponed. Yeah, game gets postponed because you know, big bro goes out there and yeah. wrecks the game for everybody. Shaq. I never admitted to that before. I don't think. Yeah, I never heard that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, do y'all remember going in and I, I distinctly remember this going in and playing pickup. Um, really any time, but halftime of muscle or you know during muscle games we'd be in the small gym or we would go in and I would just be kind of on the side just tagging along. I don't 
I don't know if y'all like I don't know. Just being in there with you guys was just awesome. Were y'all trying to keep me off the court though? Is that or is this like the young guy like don't let him play? What is the big brother thought there? Dude, I don't, I mean I wasn't much older, so I had to be in the same boat as you. I was yeah. playing, was I? I yeah, I, I, I feel like we, I feel like we were just digging for quarter. I really think that, uh, you know, I was trying to make it as competitive. Looking back, I think I was trying to make it as competitive as possible. Yeah. And, you know, there was still that that large enough age difference between me and you guys that until you, you know, developed, got a little stronger, it was always like, you know, we, we'd split you guys up, right? And it would only happen if, like, there was – we needed, like, the extra two. Yeah. You know, you guys could go one-on-one and, and you know, I, I'd like to – Cancel I don't each other take, out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take complete, you know, credit for your guard skills. But, you know, when I pushed you out on J- or on Cam, you know, you had to, you had to go out and, and learn to play on the perimeter a little bit, you know? I, I actually – come back to when people say, like, how do you – you know, blocking shots and all this, dude. I think that almost directly correlates to us playing 21, and then Cam would just pick you up, and I would just be in the paint, just waiting for somebody to throw a shot. Yep. Up. You've been playing. You've been playing the uh, the Rip matchup protector. zone defense for a long time. A long Born time. For this. Born for Born that. For this. Crazy, dude. That was so much fun. I used to love our games of 21, or anytime I could go play pickup with y'all. Do you ever? Uh, I mean, we're all pretty competitive. Um, so people, I swear people, they used to ask me in Canvas, like, who plays one-on-one, who wins, all this. Like, from what I remember, it just got to a point where it's like, this is just an automatic fight. We got to stop playing. Automatic fight, yes. Um, we could never settle on a, on a set of rules. And you guys always blame me for, you know, changing rules and doing this and doing that. And yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, as older brother you know i kind of got away with a little got bit a little more pool, of that got a little pool there but you know it was it was always like we said earlier like we were always kind of changing rules and tweaking it to make things a little different which makes it so much harder to you know settle in and and play it the same every time so you know yeah. what was what was the same today or what was we were playing today was different from yesterday yeah, and I think like, that led to a lot of fights, a lot of scraps in the in the yard. I mean, yard. just like for example, you know, it was like you know, twenty one, you get to twenty one, but then it was like one day we'd play. You got to make you got to make five shots after to secure mm-hmm. your twenty one there. Oh yeah. Whereas the day before it was three or something like that. I don't yeah. know. We were just always doing something dumb. Crazy. But before twenty one though, before twenty one, it was always RJ versus me and Jake. It's yeah. still that way. It is still that way. <laughs> For sure. But we would, we would get our butt speed every time. RJ would dunk on us and everything. And then uh, when we started beating them, then we had to go to the one-on-one-on-one. Yeah. It did transition to one-on-one-on-one when, when, uh, when Cam, you know, had a little more skill and Jake got a little more, a little bigger. All of a sudden, it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I started, two, I started the numbers the aren't ball. adding up. I started stealing the ball from you. Jake was blocking you at the rim. You weren't getting any any points. Yeah, all of a sudden, now the rules <laughs> got changed. And that's what I mean. As, as big brother, that was when the rules had to change, you know? I had yeah. to, you know, see, I had to take control of the situation. When did y'all know, Dude. like, go ahead, Cam, go ahead, Cam. 
No, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say one of my favorite memories was uh, we had gotten past the, the two on one, and uh, it was a snow game. Oh, I know yeah. you know what I'm talking oh, about the snow man. game. It was me and Jake versus you and Trayvon. Mm. But we played it the same way where tips would like reset your score and all that. Yeah, dude. And it got like dark outside. Yeah, like, that we was a great forever. game. And I'll never forget that it, we tipped everybody like over back and forth, whatever. But me and Jake mm-hmm. ended up winning, and I went in and it was I was so sore the next day, dude. But I was like, that was awesome. That was so worth it. We just grinded out like sixty minutes straight. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> we were going at it. Wasn't it? Wasn't it pretty icy on the ground too? Like, weren't we? Uh, yeah, like everybody was falling. Yeah, you were falling, and yeah, I remember that. Street rules. Yeah, it was very, you know, dribbling optional, optional. you know. Yeah. That Push was in the that, snow. that was definitely uh, you know, a great one of our better games of, you know, I guess you could call it 21, but Yeah. We played till that, the lights went out. That game that game definitely uh contributed to my hip problems today, I can, <laughs> I can guarantee. <laughs> I think so. What about uh, we tried to play like snow football a couple times, and I feel like we did it right one time, and, and we were just chasing that high and never got back to it. Couldn't yeah, I think it. that. Yep, I think we kind of did the same with this basketball game yeah. too. You know, it was wait, like wait a second, it's actually cold. Yeah, it, it like wait a second, I can't feel my hands. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this was great the first time, but going back the second time, you know, it's it it didn't Dude. have the same magic. For football, I always I always remember we when we threw up the pylons because oh, we were yeah. obsessed with diving oh, at yeah. the pylons. Mm-hmm. We threw up the pylons and it was like just one in each end zone, so you had to like circle around it and you had to tap it with the ball. Get the yeah. Dude, we were creators, man. We making all these games. Dude, the pylons was money, man. I'm telling you, football changed maybe more than everything else though because it was, you know, you had two completions for a first down it was you know mm. then we started we got older and it was it was up and back for a touchdown and you know you had four plays to go up and four plays to go back was a oh, you yeah. know it that changed yeah. a lot too you know and and then we had uh down the road we had you know tommy and daniel move in and we're able to recruit some more people to play yeah. and um this is pre you know keep in mind this is pre you know, driving. So this yeah. wasn't, you know, people could come over and play. This was whoever's available. You know, if we stayed the night, people stayed the night. We were setting, you know, we're going to play baseball at 9 a.m. and football at 10. And, and yeah, we're going to play a big game of basketball at 11. Multi-sport think, athletes. Jake, I think I remember that football game you're talking about where we had so much fun playing. It was, it got real dark out again. We were playing like in the dark. Yeah. And, uh, it was I think it was your birthday maybe so you had a bunch of guys staying over. It was cold. And, uh, we were like, we were like, dude, this was so fun. But like it was bed- time for bed. And we were like, all right, we're gonna get up at seven and play the same game. And we just couldn't get it, get the ball rolling in the same direction. We were like, dude, this we're going back in. <laughs> Let's go to bed. Put me in some cinnamon yeah. rolls. <laughs> Put me in yeah. some cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Classic mom had people over breakfast. Cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. <laughs> For sure. What about? I think Fan it's funny. Favorite. Oh yeah, I think it's funny. Like we said with basketball, it's like we kind of outgrew our outdoor court a little bit, a um, little bit too competitive. Football was it was always just like the most dangerous one. Like 
and we only had three of us. I don't know. You needed more players, but we used to go at baseball. Like, I think front yard baseball was the best. That's and I don't that. think that was a question. No, that because was remember, amazing. Rem- remember, we didn't get the the hoop, the nice hoop until. Wow, I like think that, I was later. When did you can't put it in? You remember? Yeah, I installed Cam, like, it. This, I installed when it. Was, so how I old were you? I had to be kind of smart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I want to say that I was still like I was. I think me and Cam were still freshman or sophomore. No, no, I, I, I definitely, I think, I think RJ was definitely in high school. I was definitely in high uh, school because that was, so, I mean, I was middle school, we were, I would say. Yeah, we were playing on it with Trayvon when he, when he was stay and, you know, I think Cam was in middle school in that. So we had Dude, that all was, those years that of playing thing. on the other one. That was another thing. We couldn't, we couldn't find the right location for the hoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We definitely, we still have not optimized it. Yeah, we got I think it's, I think it's optimal right now where it is. I think it's. We because, got an awkward driveway. It's a little little downhill, but if it goes in the backcourt, technically it's gone, like down yeah, the hill. So dad, I, think it, dad, I think it's good where it is now. We went on this walk. I'll never forget. I don't know what exactly we were. You remember roaming around in the backyard? Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. dad had these these pipe dreams of putting up an indoor, you know, covered <laughs> cement basketball court. You know, it was going to be nice. Sick. <clears throat> and. This was, you know, you heard about this all the time. And then all of a sudden it transitioned to, well, we'll pave out some of the, you know, the the side yard mm-hmm. um, there. And then we're going to put the the court or the, the basketball court out there uncovered, though. None of that happened. So <laughs> that was going to be the best way to optimize it. Never quite. Yeah. yeah, we did. We did get the hoop in the ground, though. That was that was as far as we got. Yeah, we did. See <laughs> yep. That, um, yep, we did. What, we did. what about when did. So, me and Cam used to always get mistaken for twins. Like, when was it y'all were like, okay, Jake's going to be pretty darn tall? When do y'all remember um, that? Well, I think that the reason you guys were always, you know, considered twins to people that didn't really know us was because you were tall from the start and you guys were the exact same height. Yeah. Until maybe. I don't know. When did he pass you, Cam? Maybe like. Yeah, I don't know. I think it kind of. I don't. I mean, I would think that it kind of hit me when Jake was a lineman. Really, <laughs> as weird as that sounds. <laughs> it was Jake like, was a lineman. <laughs> it was like RJ was a quarterback. I was. Yeah, Cam was a quarterback. Cam's quarterback. I was quarterback. I guess Jake's and big you man. were center. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, well, you know, I guess, I guess. Uh, QB, QB, and then we and we had meets yeah, in the center. I think that was, I think that was kind of where it was. I was like, okay, I guess Jake's a big man. So, guys, somebody's yeah. got to snap y'all the ball in uh, in the front yard. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> center eligible. <laughs> Dying to run that play, Fum- the fumble ruski. Yeah, I used to say that all the time. Can we please like. I don't even know if that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't advance it, but it, it was it, the ball was going to come back to where it was fumbled. But you know, just just to to let you live the dream out. Dude, I remember I, I like there was a random punch out, and I, I get the ball and taking it in for a touchdown. <laughs> Dude, I just remember running for my life and just thinking like this is my only shot. Like I you're talking about in the, you're talking about in the league, right? In, like the, in the front yard. Yeah, 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 in in the actual football yeah. league. 
I was right, actually right. just going to ask you if you – I can't remember. Did you score a touchdown? Yeah, I, I barely scored. I, I had Gavin Smoot, who's fast and pretty big dude, who, like, chased me down. <laughs> I'm, like, at the one. I'm, like, I have to get in right here. <laughs> I have to. Don't you have a – didn't, didn't uh, somebody put out a highlight tape of you oh, yeah. as, like, the biggest, uh, like, third-grade football team? Oh, yeah. Isn't there a highlight tape of you out there? Can we get the name of that so that people can look that up? Yeah, it's like the, I don't know, I think it was like 2007, so like I'm seven years I old. You, I can tell you the song in the background if that helps. Oh, yeah. I know the, the Kevin Rudolph. <laughs> Let, yeah. it Let it rock. Let it rock, maybe. He's listening to that all the time. Um, Dude, that's kind of funny. Uh, I was talking to Pavel a little bit. Now, we were talking, he was he was running back. He was half back, he always said. And I was telling him, I was like, I bet if we looked at my, like, South Berkeley stats, rushing, I bet I had, like, 50 rush attempts for, like, 58 yards. It was just QB sneak every time. QB sneaks. <laughs> like Jacoby Brissett. I, I probably had a couple of touchdowns, you know, but, <laughs> like, no yardage. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's move a little bit more, uh, uh, like, present day. Let's go. Um, let's start in college with college hoops. First off, COVID pandemic hits. Everybody gets a fifth year. When y'all heard that, what did you think, like, for me? You know what I mean? Because obviously Cam's still playing. He gets, you know, his season canceled. They're going to play again. But, like, you hear that we get a fifth year, and you're like, how? what did you think that impact was going to have on me? Um, well, as the one – you know, I didn't play college basketball. I didn't have that chance, but I was stoked because when 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 you start hearing these things of everybody's going to get a fifth year, and that also trickled down to Division Two, so that was an extra, you know, a full extra twelve months that I got to you know watch Cam play basketball, and now I'm getting you to watch, you know, to get to watch the, right. you to play basketball, and that's what I've enjoyed the most. You know, wherever it was going to be. It was, uh, you know, that extra time to watch this, you know, blossom from us playing in the front yard and in peewee sports and everything. Um, I mean, it was, I was, I think I was, you know, took the most away from that just because I got to watch both you guys play, you know, for another season, which is still special. Yeah. Cam, I, I think yeah, back sure. to, you told me, you were like, yeah, it's crazy how much my life changed with one phone call when Coach told me we were going to have a fifth year. I think about that all the time. Yeah, dude. I mean, and literally, like, <laughs> I, I, in a good way, I kind of just, like, postponed, like, my life, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, to, like, I, like I, I'm wondering now, if I didn't get the fifth year, this would be my second year out of school. And I'm just like, dude, I would be deeper into life. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. What do you think about that? Like, on the the future of the game and the transfer portal and all this stuff. What are your thoughts? Like, where do you kind of see things going? I mean, it's it's gonna sound old school, you know. But like, you don't you don't see any really like loyalty. Like, you don't one thing doesn't go your way, you can just go to the next school and yeah, kind of grow up there. But I mean, I, you can't blame the players for doing it. Like. There's great opportunities, so yeah. I think I think it's gonna have to change at some point. 
just because there's like too much freedom now, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to have to put some restrictions on it. Like as a league, they'll have to put some kind of restrictions. I don't know what that is, but there's got to be something I would say. I think what you're going to see in, you know, I could be wrong on this, but I think what you'll see is when this fifth year runs out, um, you know, yeah, so what would that be? That would be next year, right, Jake? Uh, so whenever these, well, no. whenever, or is it the next because year? Because there was people that were in school got the fifth year. So yeah. it was freshman last year, well, two years ago. Freshman two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Getting well, whenever years. that, whenever it's that fifth year is, whenever those, that fifth year of people are up, it, it'll be interesting to see how many people are still moving around. If this, um, you know, this new shiny thing, which is this transfer portal is going to lead is going to continue to be, you know, people's golden ticket, you know, to find the right school. And, you yeah. know, everybody wants to talk about all the bad things, you know, and no loyalty. And, and while some of that is true, it's like how many people are getting an opportunity, you know, right for sure. A, a, another opportunity um, to show scouts and people beyond just uh you know college athletics what they can do yeah, i think it's right. different in basketball because you have so many different leagues you know overseas and you know other professional leagues other than just you know the nfl mm-hmm. that players can continue to showcase talents you know in hopes to True. go play that you know yeah. and so yeah i definitely i definitely think like the portal is it's great for players great for players yeah like, it is hard for programs fan like even fans too yeah it's hard it, it, it can be hard to take away from to, it a little bit yeah it could be hard for for programs but i i just think that you know once things settle down you know we're still early on in this yeah. you right. know and i think and, there will be a point where they settle down that's a good point yeah yeah i think that there'll be it'll so do you think it'll even you, help because i mean i feel like we're just moving more and more this way. Like we'll be able to come out of high school. Do you think that they should basically do something like they do in football where it's like, uh, you know, a a little, a little hybrid where you can go right away out of high school. If you're going to be a one and done, or you have to go to school for X amount of years. Like if you go to college, then you're going to have to stay for in college for a couple years. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. Where is that? Just so, like, kind of. I've I've, I've thought of that too. You know, and maybe that's the way that you that you work things. It's like if you are um, talented enough to go straight from high school to the NBA, you have you know that year to make that decision. But if you go to, if you choose to go to college, um, let's say you know they could theoretically say you have to be. Uh, in college for two years or post high school for two years. Well, I mean, what good? What good is that? You know, doing essentially, it's like right. You know, it's it. Yeah, you're getting people to stick around a little bit more, but is that benefiting the players at all? It's like if you're, why does them going to college having one great year? Why does that buy them a second year in college? Yeah. You know. I almost think it's, I mean, it's going to come down to, especially with like the NIL and stuff, it's going to come down to basically contracts. Like, 
you're gonna have to sign to stay with a school for yeah. two years or whatever. And then, I mean, then you're just running a slippery slope of what's pro and amateur. Like, it really yeah. is it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. And and I mean, it's gonna be an 18 year old signing a contract here to like make a decision for a couple years of their life. Just wild. Yeah, I agree. It is wild. Um, you know, but I mean, eight. You know, when I went to school, it was like I was kind of. I, you know, I didn't have a hard, steadfast contract with West Virginia, but, you know, I was agreeing to pay them however long I went, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm essentially in contract with them. You know, I got to pay whoever I'm going to school. I got to pay them. Um, you know, it's kind of comparing apples to oranges, yeah. but you know, there, I think that there's a system that could be laid out where the schools can take more ownership in NIL, you know, um, and help facilitate and create opportunities for uh, college athletes. And with that, you will find that they can, uh, that they would stay with teams and, and, you know, depending on what NIL deals they have left. Mm -hmm. I mean, the last thing I'll say on this before we get to, you know, the pro talk is the games, it's weird. Like the college basketball is just getting older. Like you look at the guys, we're mm-hmm. excelling this year, you know. Yeah, the young guys are there. Obviously, the the one and done guys, uh, you know, are, are great and all. But like the guys that are at the top of the the, the stuff right now are you know, have been there for a couple of years. Drew Timmy, um, mm-hmm. dude from Iowa, Chris Murray. I think this is his second or third year, maybe. Like these, Jake Stevens is up there. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just I'm old head. Old head, <laughs> you got the, you got the old man strength. I'm telling you, yeah. it comes around. But I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. And I don't know. I think NCAA is going to be around regardless. So they don't have anything yeah. to worry about. Um, but I, I, we always talk about the NFL on here. So let's let's do it. RJ is a Cowboys fan. So RJ, give Big us a little, little state of the Cowboys address. Um, are, are we? Is this team a Super Bowl contender? I think we are without a doubt a Super Bowl contender. Um, okay. We are no means a Super Bowl favorite, um, as every um, fan base has delusional fans. The Cowboys' uh, kingdom is full of them, um, but I, I think that that's very fair to say that the Cowboys are, are Super Bowl contenders. I think that there's teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, even the Eagles um, are would be I would consider the favorites. I I like the Bengals to be you know considered as the favorites. But I think we're kind of right on that second tier. If the defense can get healthy, I mean, man, they've been banged up the last couple of weeks. Yeah. If they can get healthy and get back to pressuring the quarterback with four guys and allow them to sit back and create turnovers. I mean, I think that that's a big difference. And right now they have to send extra guys to get pressure. And that's creating, you know, mismatches on the back end. Um are, are we for sold teams on and when they Dak? can exploit that. Are we sold on Dak? Oh man, um, it, I'm sold to Dak as as the Cowboys quarterback, and he is He's he is not good, Josh right? Allen. He is good. He is fine. He is a winning quarterback. He is uh, never going to be Pat Mahomes. He is never going to be Josh Allen. But we need him to be Dak, and that is yeah. when he can get back to that. You know. In being in in making clear, concise decisions with the ball, I have no concerns about Dak. I like when they can get him out and using his legs a little bit more. 
-hmm. When he's running for first downs, we are so much, we are a much better football team. Dude, I I was just talking. I was watching a game with Dad the other night, and it was like, like Dak played literally perfect except for like three throws. Yep. <laughs> and it was just, it was just like the three dumbest throws. I was like, yep. You just can't have that. But I, yep. I I I like Dak a lot. I mean, I've been I've been pushing the Cowboys on the podcast a little bit. Jake and Ray have been I know drawing them back. I know you have, and usually it's like Jake that's pushing that. the Cowboys a little bit. But I, I've seen, I've seen, you know, your true colors show through a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Saints stink. So till the till yeah. the Saints host them, till the Saints host them in the playoffs, and it's all oh man, you, I know. Cam, oh. <laughs> if uh, if Atlanta somehow wins that division, we gonna we go into that playoff game. I think Atlanta's. Oh, out I'm of there. It. That's oh, the yeah, only team that's out, out of it. I think. Oh, they're officially, they're officially out. out. Damn, yeah, I was hoping, hoping we might get a chance. I mean, we go down to New Orleans. <laughs> or Nashville. I guess Nashville's not too Super far. Dome. Nashville not far now. Yeah. Dude, I was I was just going to say about the NFL. I was looking at it today, and, I mean, playoff picture's pretty much set. A couple question marks here and there. But Steelers. <laughs> there is 11 teams above 500. The, the, just that's kind of crazy to me because like the NFL is just so top heavy this year. I feel like, like you were saying, ours there's like you got the Super Bowl favorites, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Eagles, and then there's a second tier of like the Cowboys, 49ers, Chargers, maybe. And then it's just like yeah. that's it, it. That's it, really. Yeah. Like, nobody else is really good. Vikings, I guess, are kind of in there, but it's like nobody else is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think that. It, you always feel that way about the these wild card teams. You know, they're a little, you know, First the teams week. that get hot here. You know, over the last few weeks, um, are the ones are sure. the wild card teams to look to to make a push in the playoffs sure. and compete and stuff. So I want to see the Cowboys finish strong. Uh, you mentioned watching it with Dad, so that's where I get my Cowboys fandom from. I know you guys know that, but I had to share that it wasn't just you know some random team. It was uh. <laughs> You know, Papal being in the Naval Academy at the same time as Roger Stallback. Yeah. So we go way back. I mean, he's he's the Emmett Smith twenty two. Yeah, it's Emmett Smith twenty two. Yeah, it all comes around. My my oh, Troy Aikman jersey that I was born with, basically. Yeah. You're born you know. in. Yeah, I was born into it. You guys just, you know, you didn't we catch on quick enough. We went different. Yeah, I was I was talking to Papal about uh being at the Navy with Stallback there. I'm just <laughs> I just. I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, that's kind of wild. That's a very wild thing to say that you're in school with Roger Stallback. I know. How great. He, I mean, he's Probably one of the greatest. the peak of the Naval Academy. Like, that's crazy. One of them. Well, yeah, if we're but... on a basketball podcast, what you know, before we kind of finish up here, what's the thoughts on the NBA like as a whole? Uh, I mean, I think in the general public, it's like, yeah, it doesn't really matter until the NFL's over. But, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been watching games and LeBron still kind of defying uh, Father Time. It's kind of crazy. He's averaging like thirty a game. Yeah, he's had I think he's had thirty like six games in a row, something like that. He is crazy. Um, Steph, your boy RJ's a avid Steph fan. If anybody doesn't know, oh man, and he's he's down bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's down. I mean, they got they're going to reevaluate him two weeks. Um. Thankfully, we got Kids Flash. You know, Jordan Poole is a man. Um, really happy to see him, you know, go through the whole 
process of the G League and, you know, come back up and, and really spend some time. And then to get back to, you know, to the to the Warriors and a couple years ago. Um, yeah. You know, I really like seeing those stories like that. Now, if only James Wiseman could catch on to, you know, his success. Dude, yeah. that, that draft class is kind of tough i mean it was the pandemic so like they didn't get to see anybody work out or anything and he only played one game in college yeah but i mean but, they could have taken Halliburton probably it's, it's, i mean even looking back at that i know we had the second pick and ant went one i did you know i thought that he was the piece that was a for sure hit you know you had you had ant wiseman lamello um, maxi yeah, you had some of those guys fall in there. That'll always be there. Always be diamonds in the rough. Um, but at the top of the leaderboard, it was everybody was picking between those three, and I thought it was clear that Ant was the the top overall prospect. And I th- still think Lamelo can be good, and Wiseman can be good. You know, and, and his big thing is he doesn't have to score to be good. You know, and if they can get him, you know, setting his screens with well. The Hey, that's what I mean. Setting screens well and playing defense well, rim protecting and catching lobs. I mean, that's what he's they're going to pay him to do. They picked up his option for next year, so they'll be, yeah. you know, they got a, some more time with him. Right, they're dude, they're paying got, him. They're paying him to be Kevon Looney. We got that's like who, uh, that's the best that he could be. Yeah. One minute left, so let's go ahead and hit a quick catching fire, and then we'll get up out of here. Mine is easy. I uh, saw today East Bay. No longer mm. uh, coming around. Used to love getting the East Bay magazines. Yeah, man, I, I tell you, I've been really looking forward to that. That was a good one. Um, but mine, you know, after traveling around for for the holidays, let me tell you, something that's catching fire: good tires. Boom. Good tires. You need those. them to travel, and you don't realize, you know, the tires. Your tires are wearing out until you need them. Good tires catching fire. Yeah. Can't finish. This yeah, up. mine. Mine is uh, Sean Payton. He's, he's, he's on fire. He's on the rise, man. He's making a super team, super team of coaches. I love it. I'm hoping he brings them back to the Saints, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see wherever he goes. A lot of rumors he's headed to the Broncos, so we'll see. We'll see. All right, boys, this was a great podcast. Appreciate y'all for hopping on, man. Of course, yes, man. Sir. Of course, it's been great. I'll be tuning in.